The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba. Presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now. 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's a beautiful Saturday morning in San Antonio, and uh, we are so happy to have you along for this Saturday morning ride that we do every Saturday right here on KTSA. It is the KTSA Home Improvement Show. It's all about you, your home improvement questions and concerns, and whatever we can do to help you here on the show. Uh, It's 9.06, and the phone lines are open at 210 599-5555, 599 I'm your host, Martin Bamba, and uh, Jim Smith, who's normally in, in my, uh, in my uh, co-host chair over here, is uh, off today, but uh, in his stead, I brought in my son, Dylan Bamba. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good morning, Dylan, and uh, thanks, thanks for hanging out with me today. Oh, thank you for having me on the show. I, I, I love hanging out with, with Dylan whenever and wherever I can. Haven't done it much on the air, though. It's been, been a long it's time been since you've been here. a long time since I've been on the air. The last time I was on here was when you were doing the show with Ron. That was a long Ron, time was ago. a long time ago. That was a long time ago. If you remember the days of the, uh, of the KTSA Home and Lifestyle show that I uh, uh, hosted with my buddy Ron Smith, uh, we we talked about everything on that show. We oh, talked yeah. about food and chefs and lifestyle and entertainment, and all kinds of stuff. But it was it was a fun show, a little different than this show, but we had a good time. And uh, so it's been a while. Dylan was very young the last time he came in, uh, and uh, glad to have him on with us this morning. So he'll add something to the conversation uh, as we uh, take your calls and go through your uh, your home improvement questions. Uh, again, the phone number is 210-599-5555. Want to invite everyone to uh, come out and see us at the uh, at the Window World booth at the San Antonio Home and Garden Show going on this weekend, today and tomorrow uh, at the Alamodome. Started yesterday. And uh, we have a beautiful booth set up in there, uh, showcasing our award-winning windows, our uh, our beautiful siding products, uh, of course, our our gorgeous doors and patio doors, and and just about everything that we do. There's a few things missing, but uh, I think you'll be well impressed. Go by and say hi to the Window World team today. Uh, I know that Rob's going to be out there today. Do you know who else is going to be out there today, Dylan? Uh, Rob's going to be out there today. Um, Steve is going to be out there today. I believe Ingmar might be back out there today. He was out there yesterday evening. Um, might see Leah out there today. Leah's gonna be out there today. Uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna Quite have a, a gonna have a good team out there. Go by and say hi to the Window World team. They'll answer all your questions. Uh, we've got some fantastic uh, home show only specials going on right now too. So be sure to ask them about that whenever you go by uh, the booth and talk to them. But they would love to see you. It's the uh, Window World booth at the San Antonio Home and Garden Show. Starts at ten o'clock this morning. Goes on till eight o'clock tonight. Tomorrow eleven to six. And uh, be sure to to go by and say hi to everybody at the Window World booth. We'll talk a little bit more about that as the day goes on. But let's get right to those phone calls, uh, as we like to do. And uh, Robert and Richard, you're coming up. But Willie, you're going to start things off for us this morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, You uh, mentioned a product a few weeks ago that you put on a faucet outside, and when the temperature drops to freezing, it starts to drip. Uh, I searched for that at the stores yesterday and i couldn't find anything the the clerks had never heard of it i don't believe you you will find it at your local stores i think you're going to have to get it online and the product is is called a freeze miser and uh bob yes sir freeze miser okay freeze miser thank you you're so welcome is that it 
That's it. Super Thank easy. You. Thanks, Willie. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling this morning. Robert, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Robert is apparently in a wind turbine. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I'm in a car. I, mean, I can't. I can't. Is, it, is it a convertible, Robert? Uh, uh, no. Turn the, turn the fan down. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I'm the pastor, so I'm going to have to leave, leave it to somebody else. That, that's all right, brother. We'll, we'll work through it. How can we help you this morning? Okay. So just a real quick question. I, I called in a couple of weeks ago, I think, when you were talking about recirculating water hot water systems. Yes, sir. And... No, no, sir. There, there is certainly a loop. Yes, sir. You install the unit on the top of your water heater. It plugs into a 110 outlet. It's got a timer on it. And then what they recommend and what I recommend is that on the farthest uh, faucet from that water heater that, that is supplied by that water heater, underneath the sink, you put the loop on. And that's where the loop goes is on that farthest uh, sink from the water heater. I remember your call, and you asked me if you would get hot water out of the cold water if you did that. And and I said no. Uh, the, the caveat to that is, yes, you'll get just a little bit, but then it becomes uh, almost instantly cool again. Right. And I, what I have found out is there's like three ways to get that going. You can just set it on a timer so it does, say, 6 to 8 a.m. Right. Whatever you want. Uh, there's a button that you can push at that far at this point that actually it's turned it on just Well, on this particular on this particular one uh, on the watts that I have and that I'm most familiar with, there are two settings. It's either on all the time, or you set the timer to come on during those peak times when you want it on. As far as the button to turn it on on demand, I, uh, there's not there's not that feature on this particular unit. Right, and then there's a third third type where you can actually do it with your phone. You know, a Wi-Fi settings, but uh, that's all it is. It's a little bit Yeah, the timer is really the, to me, that's the best. You don't forget to turn it off. It's not constantly using power. And and most people have a set time, at least between the three or four hour period, that they're going to be taking their showers and really using that, that, that most demand for hot water. So for me, it works great uh, in the shower, in, in the morning time or in the evening time. Whenever we decide to take our showers, we always have hot water. And when I turn the faucet on, uh, to the shower head within, and I'm and I'm not exaggerating. Within two to three seconds, I have up to temperature water, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's great. All right, well, you've clarified my my confusion. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, and you guys have a great show. Thank you, Robert. I'll see you later today at the Alabama. Fantastic. Come on by and say hi to us. We'd love to see you. All right. Have a great day. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate you. Uh, I think we can probably fit one more call in before we go to a break here. Get yourself a phone line. We have one or two open right now at 210-599-5555. As we go to Richard. Richard, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning. I called uh, you guys last uh, Saturday. Remember, I had the leak coming into my ceiling. I do remember. So the plumber came out, uh, and the line that comes down that goes into the main line, which is that line is the one that does the shower, the sinks, you know, 
So it comes down straight and does a slight curve into the, the big pipe. Yes, sir. It, it, cracked, it cracked. Yes, sir. That's, that's exactly where I had the problem with mine when I had the identical problem to what you're experiencing. And they said it was uh, the house shifting. Wow. If your house shifted enough to do that, your next call needs to be to a foundation company. Well, I, I've got nothing else in this house that indicates a crack. Nothing. All the all the doors are fine. No cracks in drywall, see anything. That that does not sound plausible to me. Um, the the question that I would ask, probably more likely, this is up in your attic, correct? Or it fronts your attic. The the the, the wall or some somewhere up in there is near your attic. Well, yeah, it would be. Well, no, it wouldn't be the attic. It would be the second level. Okay. And it's the drain line for the two showers upstairs and the three sinks upstairs. Like I said, then it comes down. It's probably three inches round, and it goes a slight curve into the big four-inch or whatever. Well, I guess my question is where the supply is coming from. Does it either front the attic or does it run through the attic? No, it, it doesn't run through the okay. attic. Okay. I was, I was thinking that it, it may have uh, gotten cold enough during one of these snaps that we've had to actually freeze the pipe and crack it. That would be, that would be a more plausible um, reason for it. it. It does not, I don't think that your foundation shifting. Now, it could have just been a stress crack that happened because of years and years of pressure on that pipe. That's possible, too. But if you're seeing no other signs of any foundation issues, I don't think your foundation did it. No, and the word cracked is in my kitchen ceiling. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I, I understand why they may have said that, but I don't think that's the reason. I think that it may have just been one of those things where there was a weak spot in the pipe, and, uh, you know, just after years and years of pressure on it, it just gave. That happens. Well, the plumber sent a picture to the owner of the company, and he immediately said, oh, how shifted. Homeowner's warranty doesn't take care of that. Uh, <laughs> okay, I see uh, where you, I see where they're going with their with their assessment of it. I get it. Um, Twenty two fifty repair. Yeah. No, I, I I would get. Here's what I would do. I, I would get a foundation company out there to check your foundation, um, okay. give you a clean bill of health, and say this had nothing to do with my foundation. Because okay. I, I I don't first of all I don't know how you could determine that from a photo number one, um, but what you're describing to me and the symptoms you're describing to me that was not a foundation issue. Right. So who would I call Baird? Go, give Baird Foundation a call. Ask ask for a John Cheney specifically and tell him I told you to call. Okay, and and that's what is a. Uh, what does it cost to have it checked? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think that there's a fee for the assessment, but but talk to John and just tell him what your situation is and tell him why I told you to call. Okay, I will do. Appreciate All right. It. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you calling this morning, Richard. Have yourself a great day. Welcome back, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show. 922 on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Martin Bamba. That's my son, Dylan Bamba. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And uh, we are here to help you with your home improvement questions this morning. Uh, just to uh, refresh, the uh, the phone number is 210-599-5555. All full up right now, but if you get a busy signal, 
keep trying. Don wants to talk to you. He wants to answer your calls. He wants to put you on the air. That's that's he's he's shaking his head. Yes, that is absolutely what he is here for this morning. Uh, we want to talk to you. Let's uh, let's see here. Chris been hanging on the longest. Chris, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning, gentlemen. Good. Hey, I got a real quick one for you. Sure. Um, changing from a ceiling fan to a chandelier. I've done this a whole bunch of times in the past, but for some reason, I'm just drawing a blank right now. Fan control wire, that taps to the hot, correct? Correct. That's what I thought. See, I knew that. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> it, it does. Uh, it, it's, it, yeah, man. It's it, if, if you've done this before, great. If, if you haven't done it before, um, in, in my last break, I talked about Mr. Electric. Give them a call and have them come out and hook it up for you. It'll cost you just a little bit, but, boy, I'll tell you what, you won't burn up any fixtures, and, and you won't burn yourself up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know I can do it. I just I couldn't remember for some reason. But you're, but that's right. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, guys. You're sure welcome. Thank Thanks you. for calling in this morning. We appreciate that. Uh, let's go to who's up next. David. David, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I got a question. What that uh, gentleman was talking about putting on that water heater? What was that? It is called a Watts water heater circulating pump. And you can get them online on Amazon or or a lot of different places, but Amazon is where, where most people would go to get them. You can also get them through your local plumbing supply companies. Uh, plumbers have them and can put them on for you. Uh, if you put one on yourself, uh, which is a- absolutely doable if you have a little bit of plumbing skill, uh, it will cost you about $225, $250. If you get a plumber to do it, it will cost you about double that or so. And, uh, and, and what it does is it attaches to the top of your water heater, and it circulates the water throughout your water lines, so you always have hot water almost instantly at any faucet that it's supplying. Cool. And, and the, you know, the, the benefits are obvious, right? The, the convenience of it is not having to wait for the water to get hot when you're, you know, standing there waiting for your shower to get warm. But the, the real benefit of it is the fact that you're not wasting so much water waiting for your water to get warm. Right, right. Yeah, because my water heater is on one end of the house and the kitchen is on the other end of the house. And... All I hear is, uh, when are you going to fix your water heater? When are you going to fix your water heater? You got hot water. <laughs> yeah, it may not be the water heater. It may just be the time it takes for that water to get warm at your at your uh, end point. So take a look at that. How old is your water heater? Oh, it's old enough to probably be replaced. Okay, well, number one, put in a good new water heater, a good, efficient new water heater, and then and then seriously consider putting one of those on. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's already thinking about I, I, I that seven, eight years old. It, it's probably all full of calcium and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it takes a, it takes a couple of minutes to get some hot water into the sink so we can do dishes and cook and everything else. So well, this will certainly help with that. Of course, if your if your uh, water heater is that old, you do want to either flush it and clean it out or consider replacing it, one or the other. Right. Right. Okay, that's what was the name of the thing again? It's called a Watts recirculating pump, and uh, if you if you just go onto Amazon and put that in the search bar, you're going to find it. W a t t s. W a t t s, and it's a, it's a blue little blue uh, apparatus looking thing, and and uh, again, it's 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 not difficult to install. 
Okay, great. Yeah. All right, very good. All right, David. Thanks pretty, a lot. Uh, pretty, pretty energy efficient as far as running electricity on it? They are. They, they plug right into a 110. They are energy efficient, and the fact that you can set the timer on it means that it's not running constantly, which is good. Okay, great. Okay, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, David. Thanks for calling in this morning. Get yourself a phone line. Got a couple open at 210-599-5555. That's 210-599-5555. As we go to Don. Don, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I've got a plumbing problem. Okay. I'm not sure quite how to solve it. Uh, here's the situation. It's a Delta 1.28 gallons per flush toilet. It's like one or two years old is all. And anyway, I, I, where it's located, I've, I've found that it's when I've secured the toilet, it doesn't flush well. It just partially flushes. And when the, the toilet had become slightly loose and so it would rock back and forth, as long as it was rocking back and forth, it flushed fine. Then when I secured it back down, it didn't want to, you know, like I said, it partially flushed it. You could hold the the uh, lever down. You could either just bump the lever so it flushed, and it would it would do the same thing, or hold it down and do the same thing. What it was doing it was partially flushing, and the water from the tank would come down and back up into the toilet bowl. Okay, so I don't I, know how I don't know what's causing that. I see what you're saying. So when you hold down the lever, it does not fully flush. Either way. Either way. I, I've tried it both ways because I thought maybe we were just holding it lever down too long. So I tried it the other way, and it does the same thing. I don't know. But it's crazy because if the, the toilet uh, itself is loose and it can rock back and forth, then it flushes fine. So, so you're saying if, if you actually unloosen the bolts... That's correct. That are, that are holding it down to the flange. That's correct. Okay. Yes, yeah. And you don't want to do that. Not, no, not. no. That was, my wife was complaining about it. And so I was tightening it down. And she says, it doesn't flush well anymore. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> you, you know, that that could be some kind of obstruction in there that uh, that that is, is moving around. That's a possibility. The other thing that it could be is that it's seated uh, somehow improperly on on the uh on the wax gasket okay and and it's somehow impeding the flow but when you rock it it allows it to move i that that's that's one thing i can think of it doesn't sound it's not like a typical where somebody tells me well it keeps running or or it's or or, or, you know it would it would it's not it's not a normal problem (laughs) no no it, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like it at all uh that's the first thing i would check is i would completely remove the toilet Okay. Look, look up in the uh, the outlet of of the toilet yeah. itself and see if there's any type of obstruction in there and see how it's seated against that wax ring. Yeah, well, I, I had the problem with the other toilet and I replaced it with this one, and then you know it just it didn't seem to help the problem. Yeah, that's and, unusual. And I've, and I've, and I've run a, I've run a, a snake a snake down through there, and <clears throat> I can't find any obstructions in. So I guess you're right. Maybe it is just the wax ring, the way it's seated. I don't know. It, it could be because when you when you rock it and it works fine. That's what it would point to to me. Okay. Um, but but take a look at that. If you can't figure it out, you may have to bite the bullet and get a plumber out there to take a look at it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just thought maybe yeah, maybe somebody has had this experience before and could tell me. Oh yeah, it's such and such. You know. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never had that one. That, I've, I've had the okay. other ones, but I've never had that particular one. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I have. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, listen. Let me know what you find out on that because I'd be curious to know. 
Uh, well, I don't know that I will know. Uh, probably if I'm going to replace the wax ring, if that solves it, I will let you know. But if, if that doesn't solve it, then I'm back to square one. So. Well, <laughs> well wh- whatever happens, give me an update whenever you find out, okay? Okay, I will do that. Thank you. Thanks, Don. Thanks for being a listener. We appreciate you being a part of the show this morning. Welcome back, everybody. It's 937 on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Martin Bamba. Jim is off this weekend, but I got Dylan Bamba right here next to me. I'm Dylan Bamba. Yes, you are. <laughs> have been for a while. Yeah, about 24 years. <laughs> about 24 years, yeah. <laughs> Glad to have you. My, my, my son is in here with me today, and that makes me very proud and uh, so happy to have him here uh, and, and hanging out on the show this morning. And uh, and and Dylan has uh, and by the way, uh, you guys are coming up. Uh, Scott, you're up next, and and Mike and Brian and Richard, you guys hang on. Uh, keep trying to get yourself a phone line. It is uh, full right now, but keep trying. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. A little background on Dylan. Dylan has grown up uh, around our business and and uh, and and our our family and our way of doing things. And so he has seen firsthand, and he's been involved with uh, some of the remodeling projects that we've done on houses, where we've uh, where we've we've gutted houses and we've remodeled things. And he, he was, we were talking earlier today, and and uh, he was looking at some things that we were talking about as far as topics and and and, and improvements and fixes and things like that. And Dylan said, "Well, Dad, don't." Don't all people know how to do this stuff? And I said, well, no, son, they, they don't all know how to do this stuff, or I wouldn't have a radio show, number one. Uh, but but everyone doesn't have the occasion to do what he had the opportunity to do growing up, and in turn, I had the opportunity to do growing up uh, on a ranch where you pretty much did it yourself or it didn't get done. So, you know, we, we were both very fortunate in that respect, and I'm very happy that he got to grow up learning these things because whenever it comes to fixing stuff around his house now, at 24 years of age, he can fix just about anything, and and if he can't, he can figure it out in pretty short order. So and I'm if very I can't do that. I'm calling Mister Electric. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it's electric, he's calling Mister Electric. I can tell you that because he ain't calling Dad for that. I'm not coming over and doing electric work. <laughs> so uh, we we both agree on that one. But hey, let's get back to the phone lines. It's 9:39 on AM 550 KTSA FM 107.1, and uh, Scott has been hanging on the longest. Good morning, Scott. Welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? I've got the columns on the back of my porch are wadded around the base. The house is nine years old. And I understand that's something that y'all could replace, but I, I'm a DIYer like, like Dylan. Sure. Uh, would, you, would you recommend a aluminum column to replace that or a fiberglass? I don't want to go back with wood. The house is only, like I said, nine years old, and it's rotted out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, I absolutely would recommend going back with a structural aluminum column. There are a lot of different choices and, and options out there when it comes to those. You can do fluted, square, colonial, fancy, plain. I mean, there's there's all kinds of ways you can go with a structural aluminum column. You don't have to have any wood in there at all, and it will be a permanent solution. And do those come in various colors? Uh, they do. White is the most prevalent color that they're available in. You'll get them in white, and I think you can get them in beige um, and maybe one other color. But white is going to be your normal color. But a lot of folks will just get them in white and then paint them. All right. And is that a big box store item? It is not. It's likely, I mean, you may be able to order it through a big box store. Typically, it's specialty siding uh, suppliers, that uh, the wholesalers that sell those products. That's who we get ours from. Um, you, if you can't find them, give us a call at Window World and ask for me specifically, and we'll see if we can get you some. 
I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, those 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 columns, uh, I absolutely love those columns. They look uh, beautiful. They last and last and last. And the fact that they're structural means you don't have to have any wood to rot behind them, which I absolutely love. So if you're looking at changing out the columns, if you have 4 by 4 posts on your on your porch, and you want to change those out to something that's permanent. We do that at Window World, by the way. Uh, Scott is a do-it-yourselfer, wants to do it himself, and I respect that, and that's great. Um, but if you're not, and you want to have something like that done, we do install those at Window World, so keep that in mind. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls at 210-599-5555 as we go to Mike. Mike, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Martin. Uh, you've helped me out in the past. I got a question, and it kind of goes to rotten wood but it's under a sink in a kitchen yes sir uh when to replace the supply side you know hot water side underneath the sink and coming out of the wall is smooth copper half inch and it's requiring a compression fitting and is there a special trick to those or is it they stop you go and tighten it up and you know you finally get the drip to go away Almost, and you tighten a little more, and then you've blown you've blown the seal. Is there a trick? Am I supposed to be putting on uh, plumber's putty or something on that? No, just a dry fitting. No, you don't. It's a dry fitting. You don't want to put. You definitely don't want to put any plumber's putty. The the biggest things about a compression fitting on copper is number one, having a smooth, clean surface. You don't want to have any grit or any any type of uh, any type of dirt or anything that can compromise that compression fitting. So you want to get in there. Uh, with with either some fine fine sandpaper, steel wool, and you want to really clean the end of the fitting that you're putting this on. Secondly, when you go to tighten it, you need to make sure that the compression fitting is straight. It's kind of like cross threading a screw uh, or a bolt. It's like cross threading a bro- bolt. If you tighten it and it's just even slightly off kilter, you're going to have a leak. So you have to have it absolutely straight and on an absolutely clean surface. Yeah, it's literally about. A- 64th of an inch contacting. That's how close that fitting is. Oh. Uh, have you heard of uh, a shark bite fitting? Uh, I, I've heard of shark bite fittings, and I know that there are copper there are copper to uh, to, to to shark bite and copper to regular fittings. Uh, yeah. Typically, the shark bite. I don't know how well that's going to work on the copper. Yeah. Um, rubber. Yeah. yeah, I mean it can work, but it's really not a permanent solution. I would, I would right. rather sweat a a threaded fitting okay. on there than do that. Yeah. So when you talk about tightening this down, if someone, if it's been on there before, when it gets compressed, does that compress? The, if I go to clean up that half inch line, it was previously tightened. Is that a warped? That's now that. Yeah, that's the other thing is you need to make sure that there's no kind of divot or dent. It's okay. perfect. It's got to be perfectly round. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those things. You 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 on a cell phone with someone out at the out of the street. You turn it back on and it drips. Okay. You tighten a little more. It drips <laughs> less and less. Finally, you overwhelm the fitting by trying to get the drips to go away. And it's like it's designed to be just at the point of no drip. So, anyway. Mike, Mike, I wish I could say I've never been there and done that, but I have, and it's frustrating as all get out. I sure appreciate it. It's uh, hopefully uh, able to answer some other people's questions, too. Oh, outstanding, Mike. I appreciate you calling. Good question this morning. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see here. Let's get uh, Brian. uh, Brian, Brian, come on. Good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. How are you doing today, Martin? Fantastic. How How can we help you this morning? 
actually, just a couple of comments. The gentleman that's having problems with his commode flushing, um, I ran into this years ago, and I actually had a vent uh, stack that had a partial blockage, and it would let my sink drain because it was such a small water volume. But the big flush of the commode, it wouldn't it wouldn't let the air escape out of this out of the line in the wall. Um, and with what he's talking about, with replacing the commode and it's still not flushing, and then letting it loose and it flushes, it sounds like to me he's venting into the bathroom when he does that. You know what, Brian? It's funny that you called and and mentioned that because uh, in between during the break, Jimmy had uh, Jim had emailed me or texted me and said. Uh, it sounds like a vent pipe problem. Have the have the caller check and see if there might be a bird's nest or something obstructing its vent stack. And exactly. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Exactly. So, and, and for your previous caller, um, the shark bite fittings have been improved over the last four or five years greatly, to where they are a, a one way of a recommended fix for an issue like he's having. And once again, as long as that pipe is good and clean and he can get it on far enough for it to actually bite, it will seal on that copper pipe. Well, that was my concern because when he was describing his issue, he has, I mean, he has the slightest of yeah. of, of nipples sticking out there to, to put this on. That's That's one problem. And if it has any kind of a dent or a divot or a breach in it, uh, I'd be I'd be a little leery of that yeah. being a permanent fix. So uh, yeah. you know I agree. Yeah, like, You're right. They have come a long way. Yeah, and if he can sweat a fitting on it, then then he's got a permanent fix if he gets a good clean clean start to his sweating. Um, but uh, yeah, he he might try that shark bite. But if it's if it's that tight of an area, yeah, I, he's got problems. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 the real problem. Is it's so close to the wall that is you know it's posing a, a some particular issues, but. I guess he can give it a try. Uh, I, I would like a. I agree with you. The shark bites have come a long way, and it's not a bad idea to try it. I just don't know if I'd rely on that for a long-term fix. Is right. from what he described to me. Right, right. Well, that's all I've got for you. Well, hey, man, thanks a lot. The uh, the the vent pipe uh, obstruction alone was worth the call. I appreciate you, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for all your information every day. Absolutely, every day. we we appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't want to keep uh, keep Richard hanging on through the break. We are up against the wall, and we but but I'm going to get to him before we go to break. Your calls too at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five when we come back. But Richard, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, what you got to do is. Hey, Richard. Put those down. How you yeah. doing there, Richard? Pretty good, sir. <laughs> How can we help yeah. you this morning? <laughs> hey, I was going to answer your um, your question about the guy with the toilet. Yes. Sounds like his his uh, vent stack is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yeah, that's exactly what the last caller said. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't hear. I'm in I'm in the academy buying fishing gear. But it sounded like you were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go, buddy. Well, awesome. Thank hey, you, listen, sir. man. Thank you very much. I appreciate you chiming in. That's uh, that that you know that's something I did not think about. So I appreciate Jim and and the last two callers uh, yeah. clarifying. So and you're right. Whenever you get a vent stack that is stopped up, it, it creates an airlock that will give you a problem with flushing your toilet, and that makes perfect sense now. Whenever you think about him rocking the toilet back and forth, releasing the airlock, it makes perfect sense. So there you go. Hopefully, uh, still listening, and he can get up there and take a look at that. Might sit down on my diamond, play tailgate, put in my country right here, hop, 
mixtape. Little Conway and little T Pain might just make it rain. Hey, Don, you watch that there, American Idol? No? Look, Brian's on there. He's a hoot, man. He's funny. He's as redneck as they come. <laughs> and he's funny. I didn't like Luke Bryan before that, but now I kind of like him. <laughs> he's a balance to Katy Perry's nuts. And she's nuts. I'm convinced. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show and occasionally music conversation. I'm Martin Bamba. That's Dylan Bamba. Hey, everybody. I'm still here. Jimmy better be wor- Jimmy better be worried. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Phone lines are open at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We can squeeze one more in before the break. Everybody else, we're going to get to after the break. But Mike, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey there, Mike. Mike, are you talking to me? Yes, yeah, sir. Mike, yes, sir. How's it going? Welcome. Hey, I was just going to say for your last caller, the one that was having the problem with the copper. Pipe, yes, sir. Sticking out of sheetrock that's smalling out. And if he doesn't have a lot of experience with sweating, sweating right up against the wall. You don't like, want to do that. You're right. Yeah, you don't want to do that. But I was going to say there's a there's a neat little trick that I figured out. If you use a a hole saw, like a large hole saw, right, three inch, you can take out a circular piece of sheetrock from around that little stem that will fit right back in so easily. It'll mud right in real easy. That's a great idea, and the fact that it's underneath his sink where nobody's ever going to see it anyway makes it even even more of an option. So I, I yeah, I love it. That's a great idea and a great little little hack. Take your take yourself a three inch hole saw, put it right centered on that uh, on that on that pipe. Cut yourself a ring out, pull the ring out, and then you can put it right back in place once you finish your work. Great idea. Yep. Great idea. Thanks for that, Mike. Appreciate you very much, man. What a what a great hack that is. Hey, uh, Maddie, you're going to get up next first on the on the other side of the break, but we do have to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back with your calls and your home improvement questions in the next hour. Be sure to get a phone line early because second hour fills up faster than the first, and the first hour was killer. Yeah, it was great, good. great calls. Thanks for first all the calls, hour. everybody. Great calls, and uh, so happy to have my son Dylan in here this morning. Yeah, uh, I'm, he, I'm. I'm happy to be here. I love being on the show with you. And uh, you know, one of the fun things about Dylan is everybody tells tells me how much Dylan looks like me, and he and he does, poor kid. Uh, but he also kind of sounds like me sometimes, which is which is also fun. I like that. I don't really hear it as much. I, I get the looks, but I don't. Uh, you know, I, I I I listen to myself every day when I'm when I'm editing and stuff, and I don't I don't hear it. You don't see that. I don't huh? hear it. I don't hear it. <laughs> well, it it. Uh, I think you do. I, I can I can hear. You the guys resemblance. be the judge. Give I us can a call. Let us know how we sound. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll see you on the other side on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. It is ten oh six on AM five fifty KTSA FM one oh seven one. What a beautiful day in the Alamo City. Get out there and do something awesome today. Uh, if you get a chance, go by and check out the Home and Garden Show at the Alamo Dome. It's going on today. And tomorrow, started uh, just about five minutes ago, they open the doors, goes on until 8 o'clock tonight, tomorrow 11 until 6, and uh, go by and say hi to everybody at the Window World booth. We've got a huge 40 by uh, 20 by 40 booth. You can't miss us when you come down the escalators. Take a right and look to your left. You're going to see the Window World booth, and we've got all of our windows and our siding and our 
sliding patio doors, entry doors. We've got everything on display in there, just about. And, and of course, our team is there to answer all of your questions regarding any of those types of home improvements for you. They would love to say hi to you and tell them I sent you. Tell them, hey, I heard Martin on the radio. And he said, come on by and say hi. So please do. Uh, we would love to help you out out there. I am Martin Bamba. That's Dylan Bamba. Hey, everybody. And uh, we, are, we are happy to be hanging out with you this morning. Yes, we are. And uh, it looks like we have a caller on the line there. Uh, we do, we do, and those phone lines are open. What's that number, Dylan? Do you know? That two ten two ten five nine nine five nine fifty five fifty five. That's it. <laughs> I know that number. Yes, uh, it's a good. Uh, they were testing me. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five is the number. Get us a uh, get get yourself a phone line early because they do fill up fast. Uh, but we're going to get to Maddie first this morning uh, on the second hour. Maddie, good morning. Welcome to the KTSa Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help you, you, Maddie? Guys? Oh, we're fantastic. Um, <laughs> well, uh, glad to hear it. Well, I have a problem, I think. I'm a little worried. I have a two-story home. It does have central air and heating, and I've noticed that when my heating unit comes on, I hear a lot of gurgling in the master bath sink. So I'm wondering if I should be worried here. This is when the heater comes on or when the AC comes on? No, when the heater comes the on. The heater comes on. The only reason you would be hearing gurgling in your sink, I would think, is because your drain line uh, from that unit is actually draining into that sink, um, okay. and, which is often the case. Uh, the, the drain lines are, are tied into a sink somewhere in the home, and that's how they drain. Um, okay. That's the gurgling that you're likely hearing. Now, whether it's actually a problem or not, uh, remains to be seen. I would definitely recommend that you call Champion AC and have them come out and take a look at it because it is uh, it is com- it is entirely related to your AC and heating system. But whether sure. it's actually a problem or not, I don't know. Um, okay. But it's certainly something to, to get checked out. And uh, if you'd like to call them, their number is 210-504-5555, and they'll be happy to come out and take a look at that. Okay, great. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks, Maddie. Appreciate you calling Thank this you. morning. Uh, again, grab yourself a phone line at 210-599-5555. Those phone lines are open. Uh want to tell you again about what's going on today down at the Alamo Dome. It's the San Antonio Home and Garden Show. Lots and lots of good stuff going on out there. Uh, I mean, ideas for improving your home from everything, the roof to the foundation, everything in between. they got some gorgeous deck builders out there. They've got some cool stuff. Tell us about the uh, one of the things that Dylan and I saw yesterday that I found incredibly interesting um, that I have never seen before is a thing called a glow dome. And 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 can you describe this to the listeners out there? I'm going to do my very best. Uh, so I get yeah, the, the home show. There's a booth there, and they have a giant uh, geometric dome set up, and it's kind of like a permanent tent structure. And inside, they had a bed and a table and uh, electricity that I guess was either I mean provided by the home show, you know, there in the building. But I suppose you could have a small portable generator that powers it, and they've got a fan um, and just you know outlets for you to plug in waffle irons and stuff. So it's kind of like a, a structure you can put on your property um, for you to go and have little uh, glamp camp getaway in your backyard. Um, that way you can feel at one with nature, but also without actually having to leave your house. Have, have you ever <laughs> heard of a yurg? You know what a yurg yeah, is. Yeah. Is this kind of like a yurg? A yurt. Yurt. A yurt. Not a yurt. A yeah, yurt. A yurt. Yeah, yurt. It's exactly like a yurt, except it's except got, it's geometric. Yeah, it's geometric. It's like a it's like a fancy hipster yurt. Okay. So yeah, a hurts a yurt's already hipster, but it's 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 a step beyond that. 
It's it's ridiculous. And, and what is what is it made of? What's this thing made of? It, I believe it's a like a like a stainless steel frame, and then they throw a sheet of plastic. It looked like over it, like a clear plastic. It's kind of like a greenhouse, and then they throw uh, this camouflage material over it. It's like a faux leaf pattern, and I guess that's to cool it off and protect you from the from the sun and the elements. But I I don't know how it would work. I mean, inside it was nice and cool. Uh, but but, but uh, you were also inside, I was the, also Alamo inside dome. the Alamo Dome <laughs> with all the air conditioning and a fan going on inside the the Glow Dome inside the Alamo Dome. So I don't know how well it would work. Uh, but if you're inclined, check it out. You can find them online. Just Google Glow Dome, and uh, maybe it's for you. I, it seems like a very niche product, but uh, and they they have all different sizes of these things, don't they? They've got yeah, they've got different diameters and different square feet, and they go all the way from eight feet in diameter and 300 and something square feet all the way up to 16 feet in diameter and you or 20 feet in diameter and you've got a thousand plus square feet so they can be huge you know that's that's big that's big i think that's bigger than my house that's huge <laughs> yeah, that, it may be. it's bigger than my it house it may be yeah so you, you, I had asked you about keeping it cool, and you said that there was a fan in it. Was it was it actually like a ceiling fan? Yeah, no, it wasn't a ceiling fan. It was something that was built into the frame, and then they put the plastic around it. So there's like a little cut. Oh, so they, so so it's more like a vent fan that that either evacuates hot air or exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's like a vent fan. It's about the size of maybe that that picture on the wall. You guys can't see it, but it's about a I don't know ten inches by ten inches would be about the size of it. It's so it's big, more it's of an huge. exhaust fan. Than it's more of an exhaust fan. So I, I don't know how you ventilate it. Somebody was describing it kind of as an igloo. You know how igloos kind of ventilate mm-hmm. themselves, and they keep the nice, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, kind of average temperature in there. You don't get too cool or too hot while you're in there. Um, I mean, it's an igloo. Did it have a door? No, no door. It was just open. It was just open. Just so, completely open. Yeah, open okay. air. I, I'm sure that you could, there, there's flaps. Probably a zipper door that you could. door or something, but when we were out there, it was just completely open. Uh, nice, nice large opening, too. It wasn't a small opening. What were some, so, other, uh, some other things that you saw out there that, that seemed interesting yesterday? That was probably the most interesting thing, but a couple of other things that, you know, I saw while I was out there, a lot of typical things that you see while you're there, you know, revolutionary mops. Uh, some, <laughs> re- they're revolutionary. The glass cleaner that they had. The was, glass cleaner. Like the glass, what do they call it, the glass oh, squeegee thingy that yeah, they had? Glass wizard or something like something that. Something like that. It's but right the, by our booth if you, if you check it out when you go down there. I didn't see it, but maybe you guys can check it out and... and uh, let us know next week what that booth was and what exactly they're selling over there. One of our one of our uh, design consultants said, "Well, you should have partnered up with them. That would have been a great partnership." Yeah, that's <laughs> not a bad have. idea. Maybe actually, we can talk to them about that for next year. Yeah, right? maybe so. Demonstrate your product on our window. It, it looked to be working. That glass was clean as a whistle. It was clean as a whistle. He kept going at it and going at it and going at it. Well, Demonstrations guess. all day long. If you keep if you keep cleaning it, it's got to stay clean. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, uh, but yeah, I mean, of course, you got the the the. Oh. There was a there was a guy selling goat milk products down there at the home show. If you go down there, try and find his booth. He's got two little baby goats that you can pet and and kind of play with, and it's a great selling point for that guy. I'm sure he's happy with it. Well, he's definitely going to attract the kiddos, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and I mean, if when we say just about anything for your home down there, they really do. Um, uh, you know, you're you're talking uh, beautiful wrought iron doors. They have uh, hot di- tubs, different innovation hot tubs. Yeah, big hot tub display pools. Pools, uh, innovations in in home improvements like uh, shower heads and things like that. That really uh, interesting deck that you saw yesterday. That, you that was out. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who that was? Uh, I forgot the name of the deck builder, but it's very close to our booth. So if you just you know if you're standing in our booth and kind of look over to the left, uh, you'll you'll see this. And they just did a beautiful display, and and it's got it's got some hardwoods in it that you just don't see everywhere. Mm-hmm. They do have some cedar and some pine and things like that. But but this one particular wood is a Brazilian hardwood, 
in, in, exceptionally dense, and I'm and the name is escaping me right now. But even being unfinished, unstained, unsealed, it's just one of the prettiest woods I've ever seen in my life. That was all unfinished. Uh, the the ones oh, down on the bottom were unfinished. The oh, one up really top nice. was finished. It was stained, but the one down below unfinished. And and that's how they recommend you keep it. Mm. And then when you want to bring back the luster of the wood, you s- simply pressure wash it, and you bring back that luster. But um, I mean, d- just lots of great stuff to see down there. Also, lots of uh, food booths where you have jellies and jams and um, dips and chips, dips and, and, and jerkies chi- and sausage and sticks and all of that stuff. <laughs> all of that stuff is to, is to be had at the uh, Home and Garden Show going on today and tomorrow till eight o'clock today, eleven to six tomorrow. The Window World booth is down there. When you come down the escalator, first of all, grab a Window World bag. We are the official bag sponsor of the uh, San Antonio Home and Garden Show. So when you get down, compliments of us, you're going to get a nice uh, a nice canvas reusable bag that you can use at the grocery store on trips or whatever you want to use it for. And uh, and it's great for stuffing full of all the brochures you're going to get at the show. But be sure to take a right. When you come down the escalator, take a right, look to your left, and you will not miss the Window World booth. Come by, say hi to everybody out there. Rob and the entire gang are out there. I'm going to try to find out who everybody is out there so I can give them all a shout-out by name. Uh, but we would love to see you. Come on by and see us. You know, for, for a long time, I've heard about this guy that Don is playing, and, and I never really heard his music or listened to it uh, until today when Don turned me on to it, which he's done with several different groups and uh, musicians. Co Wetzel, who uh, plays right here around San Antonio on a pretty regular basis out of Forest Country Store, and uh, certainly around New Braunfels and Austin and those areas. Get a chance to check him out. He's pretty doggone cool. What was, what was his name again? Co, Co, K-O-E, Wetzel. Co Wetzel. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Love it. Thanks, Don. Appreciate you. It's 1023 on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. Get yourself a uh, a line at 210-599-5555. You got see how got easy it. that is? It's an easy number to remember. It's so easy. It's almost as if they did that on purpose. I know. It's crazy. Uh, but, yeah, please give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. It's your home improvement questions, after all, that the show is all about. And uh, we would love to talk to you about that. Let's get right back to it with Hugh. Hugh, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Well, thank you, Martin. Hey, I got a question. Uh, y'all do that bridge, uh, bridge, uh, brickstone. Yes, sir. Brickstone. Yes, sir. Brickstone. Hey, uh, do you have an average cost of that to to be applied per square foot? Uh, like I, my house, it's got the. Uh, Four by eight sheet, hardy board siding, and of course uh, the installer who put it on, he didn't use he used a galvanized nail, but it's a ring. It wasn't a ring shank, you know, to hold it on. Yes, sir. So they're they're slowly starting to back out, but I was wanting to have the uh, y'all siding put on. Yes, sir. Can y'all do that over that that hardy board siding and the cost per square foot? Do you have an average cost per square foot or yeah. anything like that? Sure. Yes, sir. The the first answer is yes, we can do that. We can go over what you have there. Of course, the first thing we'd want to do is go back and shore it all up and make sure that it's not going to come loose behind the Brickstone product. Um, right. That's the first thing that we would do is go in and, and tighten everything up. Uh, yep. Then then we would go on with our Brickstone process after that. And the average price per square foot, depending on the size of the job, uh, it is a labor-intensive process. It's not like going out and hanging a, right. a piece of siding. Uh, it is a, right. it is a skilled uh, artisan product, and uh, it, it it does take multiple steps to do it. But if you want to average it out, you're going to be looking at anywhere between fourteen dollars a square foot to sixteen dollars a square foot, completely finished out 
um, depending on the size of the job. If it's a full house, typically a square foot is what you'd be looking at. Okay, sounds good uh, because I know that you're – I guess it might have been your father years ago. You're, you're originally from Divine, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Well, I'm originally, originally, because <laughs> people look up stuff now and they go, well, you, you said you were from Divine originally, but you weren't really from Divine. Were you? I was born in Corpus Christi. My dad right. and his family had a, had a uh, ranch out in Medina County in the Yancey area since about 1906, and that's where I spent a better part of my childhood and where I grew up, and I graduated from Divine. Right, uh, because I think uh, your father's company back then put it on uh, my mother and my father's house uh, oh, way back when. We're out here by Lacoste, and it's probably been on there probably 25, 30 years, and it's an excellent product. So it's a new, it's a newer job then is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. In a 72-year history, that's kind of a newer job, right? <laughs> yeah, it's at least. 35 <laughs> I've probably been I've probably been by that house once or twice yeah it's off McDonald call I know exactly I know yeah we've done several jobs out there over the years and and uh back in the in the early 90s whenever I got into the business with dad I know that we did a couple out there during that time so it may be one of those I think at, at the time whenever my parents got uh interested my mother she's up in her 80s now and uh, she'll probably outlive me but anyway it's been on the house for many, many years, like I said, and it's a good product, and I'm interested in doing it to uh, to my house. Well, uh, do me a favor, give us a call out at the, give us a call here at the office, and tell them that I said to specifically ask for me. All right, okay, I'll do it, Martin. I- I appreciate your time, and y'all got a very great show. Thank you, Hugh. I appreciate you listening. We look forward to serving you. Okay. All righty. Thank you, sir. Have a great one. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Brickstone is one of those things that we don't tie And by the way, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Uh, Brickstone is one of those products that we don't talk about nearly enough uh, when we're talking about Window World. That's, uh, Brickstone is actually the other half of our company. And uh, in 1947, my grandfather started this company here in San Antonio. And uh, in 59, my dad got into the business. And in 94, I got into the business. And so we... Uh, we've we've got three generations that have been doing this uh, for for over seventy two years now, and with Dylan being in the business, we now have four generations in the business. Uh, Dylan uh, works in our office and and handles um, setting up services and and permitting and and a bunch of other things for us. He's he's a, a truly valuable part of our business now, and uh, nothing makes me more proud than than having my son in the business with me and and i know that's how my dad felt whenever i got into the business uh but it all started really with with brickstone um dad had brickstone of south texas and corpus christi for many years um and and uh, uh over 10 years ago i guess about 11 or 12 years ago debbie and i bought out my aunts and uncles and and consolidated window world and brickstone together here in san antonio but this product is the most unique siding product that uh, you will ever see. Uh, there's simply nothing else like it. Uh, not hardy, not not vinyl siding, not uh, aluminum siding, not not any kind of siding. It's a uh, it's a full masonry that goes on the wall in multiple applications. Uh, goes on over a heavy gauge galvanized metal lath over a vapor barrier. We can texture it and sculpt it and make it look like virtually any kind of stone or brick with with a a virtually unlimited uh, array of staining that we can do to it that gives you a permanent look and a permanent stain to resemble um, just about any kind of stone or brick that you can think of. 
um, back in the in the fifties and sixties, and 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 uh, even in the late forties, brick was the most popular thing that we did, and uh, almost everything we did was brick. Uh, but getting into the eighties and into the uh, and, and certainly into the mid to late nineties, stone became the most popular thing that we did. And today remains probably the most popular styles that we do, from from what we call a Fredericksburg stack stone to uh, to, to flagstone to you name it, uh, and and again every size, shape, and color you can think of. So um, when you're looking for something to truly set your home apart from the neighbor, and and from the from the neighborhood and from the guy down the street to give your home a truly unique look, brickstone is the option. Uh, it's full masonry. It's waterproof. It's color fast. Doesn't require any extra foundation, and uh, it doesn't look like anything else because it's actually hand textured and sculpted right there on your house. So if your custom, if your neighbor also got brickstone right next to you, you, have no idea. you still would not look like yeah. your neighbor because it would be completely unique and different to their home. So we uh, we we uh, are so proud of that product. Still our flagship product, uh, seventy two years later. And if if you're looking for something that that's permanent. That's that it, it's the only product, as a matter of fact, uh, in Hurricane Celia. Yeah, can it withstand hurricanes? Uh, yeah, yeah, it can. By yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. In 1970, <laughs> Hurricane Celia struck Corpus Christi. 5,000 brick homes were destroyed or damaged in that storm. Brickstone did not have a single loss, not Zip. one. So for years and years, my dad, uh, my dad's slogan was Celia tested and proven. <laughs> and, uh, and now uh, nobody knows what Celia is that's you know, yeah. younger than me, so hurricane tested and proven is what we'll say. But, uh, yeah, if you want something really unique, Brickstone is the way to go. Uh, Sue, you're going to be coming right up. And, Robert, I'm going to get to you now before we go into the break. Uh, Sue, hang on. Don't go anywhere. Robert, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Uh, one of you all mentioned last week that uh, you live in a mobile home. That would be Jim. Jim, okay. Uh, mentioned that he lives in Well, I would like to hear more about not his, not living in his mobile home, of course, but mobile homes in particular. <clears throat> he said good things about him, which changed the way I look at him, because I respect you guys. And now I'm kind of looking into uh, thinking of mobile homes myself. I'd like to know what has changed and why they're as good as, or they maybe even better than a stick-built home in certain aspects. Well, I'm I'm kind of flying blind a little bit. Um, I'm I'm going to uh, paraphrase what Jim said last week. Uh, because he's the one who who lives in the mobile home, uh, and and again, he he's he's very very quick to say it's not a mobile home; it's a manufactured home, and he's right. Yeah. It's it's not a that mobile homes get, give you this connotation of something that's of lesser quality, and you can hook it up to your truck and take it to the next spot, right? Um, a manufactured home is, is is something a little different, and the codes and requirements that changed, uh, I guess, probably ten twelve years ago regarding the manufacturing of these homes really does make the the requirements even more stringent than some site-built homes. So to that end, uh, the, the upper-end ones are extremely well-made, and if you set them on a slab foundation, you can even get conventional financing on them. And right. uh, I remember him saying that. So but now you're, you're, you're confusing me a little bit now. now. Of course, I've always called them trailers or mobile homes. Right. I understand... There is a difference between a manufactured, well, now they're calling them manufactured, but yet when I go on the website for some of these mobile home places, uh, dealerships, there's two distinct, there's the mobile home and there's a manufactured home. So they, they, they distinguish the between the two. Wheels. Yeah, there's, the mobile homes are on wheels and manufactured homes 
are not on wheels. So which one? Are you, well, well, they're all on wheels at some point because they got to get them to your to your uh, building site somehow. That that goes with a stick build home too because they bring the roof rafters and stuff. Yeah, of course, yeah. But that's that's not what I'm talking about. The traditional trailer mobile home versus a what now they're calling manufactured home. That's where I'm getting a little cloudy because I understand understand one is different from the other. But I'm looking at mobile homes. So you're looking at mobile homes. Now, are, are you comparing a mobile home to a? Are you wanting to compare a mobile home to a manufactured home or a mobile home to a stick-built home? All three. Okay. Because from what I understood him saying last week, I guess he's not there, is he? He, he is not. He is off this weekend. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. But yeah, that's where I was wanting to get because I, you know, talking to the dealerships, you're going to hear one thing, but talking to somebody who, like, in the business is not in the business, you're going to hear the real deal. <laughs> Absolutely, and he's and he's lived in a manufactured home for many many years, so he has he has a much different perspective than I have as as I've not ever lived in a manufactured home or a mobile home. Right, exactly. So will he for, be there next weekend. Uh, he will. He will be back here. He'll be back next weekend, and uh, and and I will ask him to address that next weekend. Hopefully, you'll be listening, and I'll have him address that for you. But um, I know that there is a quality difference and, and a difference in requirements between what you're describing as a mobile home, a manufactured home, and certainly a stick-built home. So, right. so, uh, so, so we'll talk about those differences next week, and I'll be sure that Jim is in here to do that. Cool. I'll be. Oh man, I hope I hear it. Yes, and sir. Podcast too, right? Is this? Podcast well, we do. Yeah. If you go to the KTSA uh, website and and click on our show, you can listen to past uh, broadcasts all the way through. All right. Thanks, man. You guys have a good one. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, great to talk to you. Oh, yeah, we're back. 1041 on KTSA, AM 550 and uh, FM 1071. I'm Martin Bamba. That's my son, Dylan. Hello again. Welcome back. And uh, let's get to Sue. She's been hanging on a while. Get yourself a phone line, too, at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Good morning, Sue. Welcome to the show. Hi there, Sue. Can you hear me? I can. Yes, yes can indeed. Yes, ma'am. Oh, well. Uh, just as I have two quick questions, but as a side note, uh, I do happen to live in a manufactured home. It was my parents. Uh, they bought it in the early 80s, and it was specifically made for uh, with vaulted ceilings, and it has lasted. People can't believe it's still in this kind of condition, and that two families have lived in it. So just a side note wow. um, on that. Um you guys, uh, first que- uh, to let you know, you guys put our windows in. And because I had a question about manufactured homes, you guys putting windows, and you did. You got your people are fabulous. They did a wonderful job on our windows. Well, thank so, you, Sue. Um, and no, it truly was. They were uh, so precise in everything they did in their cleanup. So we. We're thrilled. So now we're looking at possible patio doors. So I take it that you guys will put those in manufactured homes also? Yes, ma'am, we sure do. Um, when it when it comes to patio doors in man- manufactured homes, uh, uh, a lot of it depends on, uh, yes, the answer is yes, we can do patio doors in virtually any manufactured home. But some manufactured homes have cut-down doors, and some manufactured homes have standard-sized doors. We just have to determine which one it is uh, and which way we want to go when it comes to the type of product that we put in. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And then my second question is, 
we have two toilets. They were put in a few couple of years ago, but they're both running. In fact, both one of them is one of the water savers with the flush on the top, and the other's just a regular. And both of them run ever periodically. It drives us nuts. And somebody said, "Oh, we have to take out everything and have all the guts, everything." removed and put in is that correct uh it, it's possible but uh, the first thing i would do is check underneath the flapper to make sure that there are no calcium deposits that have built up around that ring oh. that's number one okay. uh, because that will certainly make it run periodically um make sure that your flappers are not um rotted because they can get they can get brittle and and hard and uh and they will not seal when that happens but changing out the flapper and, and, and all of the guts on that, really a relatively simple process, and it's not very expensive. Okay, that's my question. Yes, right. ma'am. I appreciate that very much. And again, um, anybody thinking about having something done by you guys, I say you go for it because we've been so thoroughly pleased. Well, Sue, I, I can't thank you enough for the kind words, and I appreciate you calling this morning. Have a fantastic weekend. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, I'm glad that uh, Sue brought that up because a lot of times we get asked at Window World whether we can whether we can do manufactured home replacement, and the answer is absolutely yes. Uh, we have a product that will fit and and be appropriate for just about any type of home, including manufactured homes, and that includes the older manufactured homes, the newer manufactured homes, and everything in between. So we we certainly can do that. Um, and uh, if you have a manufactured home. We would love to help you. About the only thing we don't put it in is RVs. We, we don't replace we windows don't do in RVs. And uh, uh, Louis Siriani was kind enough to, uh, to, to chime in and, and kind of help me out with, uh, with that question about what's the difference between a manufactured home and a mobile home. And, and, uh, and he, he set the record straight for me. A trailer home uh, has a, a middle frame and axles attached to it with wheels uh, that can be removed. A manufactured home generally comes on a trailer and uh, or some type of dolly that gets completely removed. So there you go. The wheels, uh, the, the frame, uh, the trailer, if you will, on a trailer home or a mobile home stays on it, whereas with the manufactured home, the dolly or the, the lift that brings it out is removed completely. So there's, there's your difference. Um, I'm sure that there is a difference in quality and uh, manufacturing guidelines for those two products. Uh, but again, we will research that and get back to you next week with the answers to that. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Look, I don't want to make you jealous, but about uh, eight o'clock, eight thirty tonight, we're going to be listening to that live. Yeah. By the band themselves, uh, the Eagles, and an accompanying uh, accompanying orchestra. Yes, full orchestra. Um, I had the uh, privilege of seeing uh, one of the very first shows that they did like this. Um, and we're going to talk a little music right now. I hope you don't mind. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't mind. I like talking about music. I don't mind. Uh, uh, about five months ago, four months ago, Debbie and I went out to Vegas to see the very first time that the Eagles played Hotel California front to back. Never in their career had they done it. And they did that in their first set. And in the second set, they played a greatest hits set. Uh, which which essentially means that they played Eagle songs uh, because every one of their songs is a hit. And um, and it was one of the most, if not no, it was the most phenomenal concert I've ever been to in my life. I've been to louder concerts, 
rocking her concerts. Um, I've never been to a better concert ever. And when they announced that they were going to take it on the road, I was absolutely ecstatic. And, uh, and, and I was going to get tickets. And then we found out that uh, my daughter is actually, uh, my daughter Ayanna is trying out for, uh, for a music program at a major college this weekend, and Debbie had to take her to that. And, uh, and so I didn't get tickets. Well, a friend of mine had a, another obligation and said, hey, would you like my tickets? And I said, are you insane? Of course I would like your tickets. So my friend Rodney uh, gave me two tickets. Dylan jumped at the chance to go. So we're driving up to Dallas to see the Eagles tonight. And uh, if you're an Eagles fan and you get the chance, uh, you will never see any show better than this, and that's my guarantee to you. Um, for the first um, hour or so, it's Hotel California, first song to last song accompanied by a full orchestra. Uh, it is the original um, Eagles, um, for, the most, for part. the most part. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Don Henley and Joe Walsh. Well, Don Henley's the only original Eagle left, if you're really getting yeah. technical, right? Because uh, Randy Meisner and Bernie Ledden and, and those guys are not in the band anymore. But um, the original, original Don Henley, and, and then the semi-originals, Timothy B. Schmidt and uh, Joe Walsh are there. But joining them, of course, as they have been since uh, about 2017, I think, 2000, yeah, 2017, 18, somewhere in there, uh, are Vince Gill and uh, Deacon Fry, who's Glenn's son. Yes, okay. And, uh, and Glenn and, and Deacon does his dad justice so well on the lower register songs, the higher ones, Vince Gill takes them, and Vince Gill, he kills on every song he sings, just like he always has just it, it's just an awe-inspiring performance from front to back and to see guys that are, are at this stage in their career still do it at that level is mind-blowing to me I, I don't know how many times that uh, you've seen the eagles i've only seen them one time uh but the one time i did get to see him it was at austin city limits several years ago and it was in a phenomenal show uh especially at austin city limits like it, it felt like i wasn't at a music festival it felt like i was at a legitimate concert and uh it was because the eagles were playing that i think i felt that way yeah and and when you're at an eagles concert that's what you're at they don't need an opening act they don't need support it's they're the whole show the entire night and they they could have played longer they played uh, in vegas they played something like three and a half hours something like that three three hours at least that's a long i feel show. like this is a would be a good time to bring Don Felder back, but I, I don't think Don would ever come back. <laughs> I so I so wish I'm sure I'm glad you mentioned that Don because I so wish that Don Felder and Don Henley could patch things up. But here's where I think the problem is when we're talking about Don Felder. Um, I think that Glenn Fry and Don Felder had such an issue that Don probably thinks it would be disrespectful to bring him back. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I think that that's where the issue is, and because of that, if it was Don and and Don that had a problem, it was it was Felder and Henley that had a problem. I think that could be worked out. I think that I think that the, you know for for the fans, I think Don Henley would do that, and I think Felder would do that. Felder, hey, Felder's wanted to come back to the Eagles since he left the Eagles. He's never he never wanted to leave the Eagles, but because the problem was between Felder and Fry, and that can never be resolved. Sadly, now. I don't think it will ever happen. So we just have to be happy that the guitar player that they've had for 20-plus years now, 25 years maybe, something like that, um, Stuart Smith, <laughs> he is he is a phenomenal guitar player. So, some of the best interviews 
of of the Eagles uh, or about the Eagles came from Don Felder. If you ever listened to any of, without a doubt, yes. and and if you watch the, um, the 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 history of the Eagles documentary, some of the best interviews in that were were from Felder. And sadly, the personality differences that happened between uh, Don Felder and Glenn Fry, and and frankly between Glenn Fry and Don Henley at some points in their history. Um, created that turmoil and tension in that band that eventually blew it up. But it also, in my opinion, created the differences that, that made the sound that became the Eagles' sound. And and there's no denying, no matter how much you, you take one side or the other, that both uh, Don Felder and Glenn Fry had a big part in that. And, uh, and I mean, Hotel California, the music of Hotel California, that opening rift, and, and, and the opening riff and rift that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> the the opening riff and uh, and and all of that guitar solo and everything having to do with that song is it's Don Felder, and um, and and you can't deny that. And now, if you want to see Don Felder, he still tours. Uh, often he tours in conjunction with uh, with Sticks, which is a show I would like to see the Sticks and Don Felder package bill. Um, but I don't think. Uh, and I think Don agrees that I don't think you will ever see Don Felder with the Eagles again, sadly. But with that being said, the show that you're going to see tonight, Dylan, it's going to blow you away. I bet. It's going to be so good. And and we're going to be seeing some of our friends up there, um, Bruce and, and, and Becky Anderson, some really good folks that we're friends with up in North Texas are going to be joining us for the show. And uh, if you're going, uh, just sit back and enjoy it. Uh, take the phone, turn it off, put it in your pocket. This is not a film or take pictures. This is a sit back and be part of a phenomenal experience tonight. I can't wait. Um, you know, uh, again, want to encourage everybody to go by the uh, Alamo Dome. Check out the um, check out the, uh, the the Window World team that's out there with our Window World booth. If you go down the escalator, take a right. Look to your left. You will not. Mi- In fact, when you're coming down the escalator, you're not going to miss the booth. Uh, we also have, of course. Window World bags for you to pick up as you enter the Alamo Dome. We are the official bag sponsor of the uh, Home and Garden Show, so be sure to grab a Window World bag as you come in for you to use during the show and later, too, if you want to. I want to thank my son, Dylan, for being here with me today. Well, thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed being here. And uh, hopefully he'll do this again sometime soon. Yeah, sometime soon. Hopefully not in another eight years. <laughs> yeah, we, w- we won't make it eight years between the two uh, this time. If you want to reach me during the week, be sure to drop me a uh, an email at mbomba at windowworldtx.com. That's mbomba at windowworldtx.com. And you can also uh, uh, get a hold of Jim, who is off t- today, but he's going to be back next weekend, at Smith at windowworldtx.com tx.com if you go down to the show today you're going to be able to say hi to uh, some of our great design consultants down there we've got robert and dennis and leah and hillary and paul and uh, amber and zainab are also down there so be sure to say hi to all of them uh, and rob mccann our sales manager is also down there lots of great folks to say hi to at the home and garden show today at the alamo dome be sure to get down there uh louis siriani is coming up with the ktsa automotive show so get those automotive questions ready and uh, loaded, and get yourself a phone line early and often. It's the KTSA Automotive Show coming up next. We'll see you next week, same time, same place, on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.